Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight. Uh, Zach, the Murray Kondo uh, tidying up. Look, it is the greatest craze in the world at the moment. It's everywhere. Everyone's yep. tidying up. Everyone's folding their shirts so that they stand up in their drawers. Look, if, if you have any mess or clutter in your house, be yep. warned, Murray Kondo's coming. She's coming. You. She's on her way. She's like a tornado yep. of happiness and joy, <laughs> yep. and she's going to tear through your house. Now, I've already seen this, you know, all over Netflix. I've seen it all over social media. My friends have been talking about it. It has sort of pervaded all of, you know, society at the moment. However, there's something I saw today, an area that Murray Kondo has reached that I probably never thought she'd get to, if I'm honest. Well, it's easier to get to these places when the house is tidied up. Well, I mean, true. you never yeah. thought you'd get there because you open the cupboard and you're like, I'm never getting to the back there. That's true. Once you clean it up, you'll be amazed where you can get to. I, I just think this might be further than any craze has gotten in the past decade. I think this has kind of moved its way beyond even just the usual She's craze. new Pokemon Go. I think she might have even transcended Pokemon Go. Wow. That's what I'm calling. We'll get there shortly. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Massive controversy on Sunrise today, or at least that's what the news websites will want us to think. Yeah. Gretel Colleen swears live on air. So Gretel, was, why was Gretel on Sunrise? What was she doing there? I don't know. She comes in and she makes comments on things. You know how Koshi uh, has Koshi's angels and yeah. then they have experts. And there seems to be a lot of people on Sunrise. For some reason, they just throw to people and say, what do you think of the news? Yeah. And I'm, I'm She's hoping, a commentator, social commentator. I want to be one of them. I want them to get me in. Yeah. Just, just ask me my well, thoughts. Well, if you go in, make sure you don't swear like Gretel okay. did earlier today. Someone stood up during take-up. I gotta go and have a Oh, excuse me. That's what he said. Pierce, just delete, delete. Hmm. Okay. The joys of live TV. So was that an F-bomb she dropped? Uh, well, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's beeped out. Dom, I'm going to be honest with you. My experience with Sunrise is yep. this is creeping in more and more. What do you mean? I, I, it, it bugs me to say, I don't think Sunrise is actually the family friendly show it once was. No. I feel like every time I tune in, there's someone swearing, there's someone going off their nut. I, I, okay, I watch Sunrise rel, like semi-frequently, yeah. and I I've never heard anyone. Koshi doesn't swear. Yeah. Sam Armitage well, no, doesn't no, no, swear. No, no, well, no. I'll, I'll pull you up on that because yeah. when I was watching last week, yeah. and I have found another piece of audio. Okay. When I was watching last week, I think I have proof <laughs> that Sunrise is going down the hole. This was when, mm. you know, when they call people to give them money for the cash cow. Oh, the cash cow segment. Yeah, yeah, they encountered a listener of a rival program, and man, Koshi was not happy. Wake up with today, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> you stupid oh. man! John Brewer, why the fuck would you wake up with today? I'm not sure. We're going to give you the bloody cash now, you f***ing two times. It's, it's Australia's number one breakfast program, not the imitators. It's Sunrise. Told you. Jeez, potty mouth. Well, and also, I think we've got the tagline for Sunrise 2019. It's Australia's effing number one. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I had to go get a blood test today, and I was a bit worried I might faint because the last blood test I had a few years ago, on the walk out of the, I guess, the the place, um, I, I collapsed right on the floor, 
Got lightheaded. Is that the only time you've ever fainted? That's the one faint I've had in my life. Yeah. What, um, is it the needles or the blood or what is I it? I'm not great with needles generally. Yeah. I think it's just the, the lightheadedness that comes from the whole experience. Don't really know. What do you mean the whole experience? Well, you know, do you not feel a bit lightheaded when you're getting blood taken? Uh, do all? you mean like, not in a blood test, they don't take very much. Okay. Well, they took like five vials today. I don't know where the nurse is selling I mean, that. compared to, My you know, donating blood, which is no. quite a lot. Well, that's true. You know, I, I realized that compared to that, it's, it's not a heap, but I was worried I might faint and I did say that to the nurse as I went in, um, that I'm, I, I described myself as a fainter. I said, just a heads up, I should probably take, so I give you the two options, the sit down in the chair or the lie down. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the lie down and I need to warn you, you're dealing with a fainter. Yep. Um, and she went on to tell me that, because uh, we had a bit of a chat about fainters and she said probably one in five people at blood tests describe themselves as fainters. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, weirdly, I've never fainted from a blood test. Do you know what made me faint? Now this woman goes on to tell me that she's only fainted once in her life. It was when she was in grade 10 at school and it was when she had her first kiss. She fainted from a kiss. She fainted from a kiss. The kiss was that good. She was literally (laughs) swept off her feet. She said it was the high school disco. Yeah. And the guy she liked leant in to kiss her at the end of the night. Yeah. And she completely fainted and woke up to the principal there making sure she was okay. Okay. Why? Because she was so nervous? I don't really know what the situation is. I mean, for some people it's needles, for some it's kissing. Yep. Evidently. But I was thinking, you know, clearly that's a wide array of things that could cause a fainting. You know what I mean? Like from blood tests to kissing. I was wondering what else has made people faint before. Where where else has fainting occurred? Not only have I never fainted, mm. I've never witnessed someone faint. You've never seen a faint? No, what, have you? Uh, I reckon I've seen one or two, yeah. yeah. I can't well, you couldn't have seen your own. <laughs> well, no. No. no, I think I've seen one or two in my life. I mean, 13, 10, 60. Actually, no, I do remember when I saw, a, I, I was at a theme park once. Mm. I saw someone walk off a roller coaster, just completely faint. I feel like when I was growing up, I thought I would see fainting a lot more. You feel like fainting was... Yeah, it was, you were like told a, it was, it was in TV and movies a lot. You know, <laughs> yep. people would be shocked by something and they'd faint. Yeah. Never seen it. Never seen it. Well, let's get some stories then. 131060, what has made you faint? I know there's people out there um, who, you know, I, I got some friends who describe themselves as fainters, who mm. say they'd faint every few months. Mm. Like they're on a regular, almost fainting schedule. So what is it that's made you faint? Will in Melbourne, what made you faint? Oh, well, this is pretty embarrassing. So I was at the, uh, my, like, I was at my mate's, uh, high school formal after party. Yeah. And we were having a good time. We were, we were dancing together and all that. And then, yeah, she, she also lent into kiss. And I kissed her for about two seconds or so. And then I just passed out. Okay. And, uh, I woke up and, uh, she was, oh, well, the girl was trying to wake me up. And then it was, it was quite, it's quite embarrassing for me because, Oh, in the end, I didn't end up getting the kiss, but, yeah. uh... <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's not how you, when you're, when you're building up to a kiss with someone, maybe you've got no. feelings for it. That's not how you foresee it going. I've never seen in any fairy tales... No. ...where the two main characters kiss. They never pass out. It's almost the reverse of Sleeping Beauty, isn't it? It is. A bit poetic. Uh, okay. <laughs> we've got Mavis in Dubbo. Uh, Mavis, what made you faint? Uh, yeah, well, I was on holidays once and I was, yeah, at the shops with my friends and it turns out I had a splinter in my finger and I was like, oh yeah, that's fine and felt okay. And they were like, oh yeah, let me try and get it out. So I stood there and they were just trying to get it out. And then I felt a little bit funny in the head, a little bit lightheaded. And mm. the next thing I know, I woke up in the rain and apparently I passed out. <laughs> was it raining at the time or <laughs> had you been passed out for so long the weather changed? <laughs> Um, well, I'm not entirely sure because yeah. we were inside to start off with, but by the time we came outside, it was raining because my friends were like, yeah, let's take her out and lie her in the rain. That'll wake her up. 
Okay. Well, I don't, I don't yeah. think that's a recommended no. medical thing to do it, for people who have fainted. It is. Well, like from my previous fainting experience yeah. myself, it is one of the more disorienting it's things. It's startling, is it? Oh, the first like 20, 30 seconds after you come to after fainting, the whole, like you, you have to kind of piece together your whole life to that point. Really? In that time. It was really bizarre. Uh, we have Ivana in the Blue Mountains. What was it, Ivana? So you had to be treated by, hang on, you had to be treated by the person your partner was cheating on you with. Wow. <laughs> okay, I mean, wow. Did that in any way make you feel kinder towards this person, or were you still pretty mad? Um, well, yeah, like, I probably can't say what I've done on radio, yeah. um, but let's just say, like, she needed to be treated herself. It was intense. It was intense. It was intense from the I start. Mean, you know what? I think there's a lesson in that for everyone, though. What's Zach. that? Well, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Do you know the lesson? Because <laughs> I'm trying to piece it all together. I'm just saying that you know, even in the midst of a, a messy cheating saga, yeah. if someone needs your help, you still be a good Samaritan. Yeah. I think that's the the, the yeah. lesson there. Yeah. Well, that's what nurses do, don't they? <laughs> They're it. there to help, no matter <laughs> what the situation is. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, if you're paying anywhere over fifty percent of the asking price on pizza, yeah, you're a sucker. <laughs> you're getting you ripped off. I, I'd say generally, unless yeah. I have a coupon, which is pretty rare, I'm paying 100% of the price. Yeah, well, you're a sucker. How, how am I a sucker? I'll tell you. <laughs> what I, are you doing? I'll tell you what I was able to achieve on the weekend. Sure. And I, th- this is what I pride myself on when when I'm getting pizzas. Yeah. Is my wife, Sarah, she said, look, I feel like pizza tonight. I cracked my knuckles. Mm. I said, leave me alone in the room <laughs> for 15 minutes and okay. I'll come back with a price. A little bit like the same way that... I, car dealership, uh, dealership works at <laughs> right, it. When they go back to see their manager. Yeah. Uh, then I'm like combining vouchers. Wow. I'm finding special deals. Well, you, for some reason, pizza seem to be the one thing that historically you haven't wanted to pay full price I'm for. I'm not paying full price. Well, because that, cause yeah. once you've paid... Once you've got something 60% off, you never want to pay full price again because you feel like an idiot. You're like, I once paid, mm. I once got this for 60% of what I'm paying now. There was that long-running saga last year where you had a bunch of pizzas delivered for essentially for free, wasn't there? Yeah. Because you, you kept taking advantage of their 15-minute guarantee. Yeah, and my house was 16 minutes away. <laughs> yeah, so you kept getting them. Suckers. If it's not 15 minutes, it'll be free. And how many pizzas did you get on that? I had a good run, <laughs> about five in a row. So uh, on the weekend, I got pizza and sides for six people for yep. $22, oh, which I thought good. was pretty good. Delivered. <laughs> Holy crap. 
How many pizzas are we talking? So it's three pizzas. Good Lord. A couple of sides, $22 delivered. <laughs> I'm, I'm here with the Banksy of pizza vouchers. That's what I feel like. That's <laughs> what I feel like. How I've, did you do that? Combining a few. I had a few good deals going on. That's unbelievable. Mix and match a little bit. You got to dig around. Well, for context, on New Year's Eve, I got pizzas for the same amount of people delivered yeah. for six people, yeah. and it cost me forty five dollars. Yeah. And That's I still a pretty good price. It's not an awful price, yeah. but you got you got like more than half that. Okay, so I'm swimming in pizzas, right? But yeah. the pizzas come. <laughs> sure. Uh, they're wrong. What do you mean? They got the pizzas wrong. Okay. That's wrong cool. order. Yeah. And, and so I'm sure I, you were generous and understanding. Well, I called them up yeah. and I was like, hey guys, you got the pizzas wrong. Mm. And they're like, oh, we're delivering two on your street. I understand how this happened. They were really apologetic. I wasn't upset at all because yeah. this means double pizza. All oh, right, so you kept the original order. Well, you don't, they're not going to take the pizzas true. back, but I knew that they were going to. I knew that they were going to make it right. Okay. And so the guy's going, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." I'm like, "Mate, I'm going to eat two dinners tonight. It does not bother me, right?" So he goes, "We'll get you the proper order in half an hour. That comes in. Yep. So now I've got pizzas for twelve people for twenty dollars. Oh <laughs> so let's do an inventory. This is six full pizzas we're talking yeah, about. A couple of Pepsi's. Yep. Uh, eight churros, I think. Oh my gosh. Um, and you got all of that for twenty-two bucks. Okay. Well, we've been talking a bit on the show about Marie Kondo as the queen of tidying up and removing clutter. Yep. I think we need to pitch at Netflix a new series, Zach and Discounted Pizzas. Yep. If you, you, can if, show you if you are paying over fifty percent off, <laughs> yep. you're a sucker. That's that's what the that's promo the will be. That would be me on the on the banner <laughs> saying that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tidying up with Marie Kondo is what's well, probably the biggest show on Netflix at the moment. Basically, Marie Kondo goes into people's houses, she shows them the clutter they don't need anymore, throws it out, helps them spark joy, and it's a phenomenon that's sort of taken the world more than any other cleaning phenomenon ever has, I reckon. Yeah. Who would have thought Netflix was going to be making it big with cleaning documentaries? Yeah. Well, uh, look, I've seen this already all over the place. You know, it feels like every meme just about at the moment is about Marie Kondo that I'm seeing. I've heard my friends talking about it, but earlier today... Uh, I saw a marker which makes me think it's actually reached complete saturation of the market. What's that? So I was in a waiting room at the doctor's and there was this couple next to me, I'm guessing around like late sixties at a guess. And I started to overhear their conversation when I realized it was a Marie Kondo inspired conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously I can't play back the audio of that conversation without their permission. You know, that would be illegal. Did you so record inst- it? Uh, well, I recorded bits of it, yes. So, Did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I was interested in their conversation. Yeah. I thought it was fascinating. But what I've done is I've scripted out the conversation. I thought me and you, Zach, can do a recreation of this conversation between two an elderly couple that I heard today in a doctor's waiting room about Marie Kondo. So to set the scene, sure. we've entered the uh, oh, doctor's waiting like room. feels like I'm here. All right, I'll play the role of Helen who was the, the wife in this couple. I didn't get the husband's name. Mm-hmm. So you are just man Frank. in the script. I'll be Frank. Frank, you be Frank, I'll be Helen. Um, so I've got the first line here. What Do I have a script? What are you doing? Oh, yes, I sent it to you via email. Have you got that on you? No, I don't have any <laughs> do You, have, you could get, have printed get, it. I could have printed it. Uh, can you open your email up at the moment, or is that going to yeah, be difficult I've, for you to I've do? I've got it open. What are you talking about? There's no, uh, there's might no, have sent it to your other email address. I've got the other email address also <laughs> open with no email there. <laughs> Well, do you want to come around to my side of the desk and we can both read off the same screen then? This is a... <laughs> we own a printer. There's a printer in this Murray, building. Murray Kondo is not in favour of creating unnecessary clutter, so I didn't want to print it off. All right, here we go. We're both... reading You're reading the line of man I'm slash Frank. Frank. Yeah. All right, here we go. You haven't used it in seven years. Helen, calm down. 
I told you at the time, we don't need a massage chair. What if my back gets bad again? I might need it. Mari says it has to spark joy if we're going to keep it. It does spark joy. You don't even know what that means. You didn't watch the program. I don't want to watch a show about cleaning. Oh, for the last time, it's not about cleaning. I don't care! It's about life. You know what? It's going. End of discussion. You can take it up with Mari if you want to. And that was when I got called in for my appointment. So that's the end of the scene. And scene. You didn't see how it ended. I didn't see how it ended. Now, I don't know if the massage chair has been listed on Gumtree this afternoon after I got home. Yeah. All I'm saying is I reckon that right there is a sample of conversations that are happening. Whose side are you on? On that, in that one? Yeah. Do you know what? I take Helen's side. Yeah. See, I'm on Frank's side. What happens if his back <laughs> does get bad again? Well, what I, are they going to do? I don't... Imagine if they throw out... Yeah. They th- well, how about this? Yeah. They're taking the massage chair out to the side of the road. <laughs> sure. As it gets down to the sidewalk, mm. puts his back out, carrying oh, no. it. Then what is he meant to do? He can't get it back inside because he's put his back out. It's a good point. What you'd have to do is get an extension cord, <laughs> run it from the house out to the nature strip. He would have to sit on the massage chair on the nature strip until his back got better. And then then he would it. have the strength <laughs> to put it back inside. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Producer Michael and I are currently about to go through a McDonald's drive through We're playing drive through prices right. Yeah. We're on a Macca's run, Dom, but... We're not guaranteeing that we're going to get you anything. Yeah, well, you just left the you studio have to guess. about 10 minutes ago, not telling me entirely what's yeah. going on. And now I'm told I'll get Maccas, but only if I can get the price of your order correct. Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's McDonald's drive through prices, okay. right? Don't talk about it like Michael, it's a I thing think that you exists. You just drove past the speaker box. <laughs> <laughs> We've just gone through the drive through. We've got, we're now reversing back up the drive through. <laughs> okay. All right. Just be careful. I mean, you don't want to reverse back into another car coming in. Um, all right, so you're going to give me the way okay, it's going Mark to work. putting an order in. Yeah, and I'm going to guess yeah. how much it costs. That's right? Hey, can I grab... Um, That's right. You have to uh, guess the price cakes of hotcakes, hash, hash brown, yep. and a small orange juice. What Just do you think that? the going price is? I reckon the going price yeah. of that is oh, $8.90. $8.90. Some music. Oh, my goodness. You are, you are remarkably close. You are within 10 cents. It is $9. No, it wasn't. I saw $9. What was it? It was 8.15. 8.15. Encouraging. You're welcome. <laughs> What's on, happened? There's, been some There's some confusion in the drive-thru here. Uh, what did you say? What did you say? I no, said $8.90. No, okay, you're wrong. I'm wrong. You're wrong. It's $8.15. $8.15. I was confused. I yeah. was confused because they encourage you to round it up to $9 to do a donation. Oh, uh, well, you know what's happened here is I, no, I assumed that Michael yeah, was a generous yeah, you're, person. You're used, you're used to the marked up price. <laughs> I assumed Michael was a generous uh, no, person. you lose, Dom. Uh, you lose. Hey, what? what? I was uh, pretty close. I'm not bringing you back anything. Are you no, s- you weren't. You're within a dollar, but I mean, that's like... That's, like, not Wait. close enough when we're only ordering one thing. Hang on, Zach. Like, I, I understand this is the game, but are you seriously telling me you're not going to bring me back Yeah, something? we're not bringing you back anything. Please. You didn't guess the price. I was within... No, that's the way it I works. was within 75 cents. You were, like, 60 cents off. That's okay. too much. No. Michael right. and I will be enjoying McDonald's in the studio <laughs> up next, and we're not bringing back anything for you. And unfortunately for producer Michael's sake, he's just been out into the whole country as someone who doesn't give to charity. So that's got my life. <laughs> oh, this, <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, about this time last week, we started our hunt for adult Heelys. Yeah. You might remember Heelys from 10 years ago. Mm. The sneaker with a wheel in the heel. Or, you know, the way I remember Heelys is by the amount of times I thought, oh, how cool is that kid? 
Yeah. You know, when you'd see someone just wheel past you yep. and you'd wish it was you. But we it found, never was me. We found out the company makes Heelys for adults. We have yep. to get our hands on them. We've been looking for a week. Yeah. And you told me, yeah. you and our producer Michael have made it clear to me that you've tracked down adult Heelys and they're not far off. That was the latest I heard late That's last week. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Late last week, I thought they were in the mail. I thought within a couple yeah. of days, we would be healing mm. around the office. But do you know what, Zach? I walked in flat-footed tonight yep. into the station. So I don't know what's going on. I'm waiting. I'm looking around. Uh, well, I have some bad news. Okay. And that is, apparently, yeah. according to our sources, according to our searching, Okay. There are no adult Heelys for sale mm. in Australia. Oh. The whole country. It's a big country. Sold out. There are no adult Heelys. Well, the Christmas rush has just been. That's so, so true. It's, you know, that's probably what's going on, I'm guessing. Oh, well, what size are you? Uh, size 11. Yeah. They have size eights. Those yeah. are the only ones we've been able to find. Not many. So unless okay. we could cut your feet in half. I'm open to all things if it's going to be me wheeling around. Mm. We can look into that. Uh, so... The bad news is in this country, there's none. Oh, hang on. <laughs> We're broadening the search. Yeah, we do believe in America there might be some. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, that does mean they'll probably have to be shipped, which could be a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could go and get them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we could do that in a couple of days. You've just done a long haul flight to America over yeah. the summer holidays. I'm sure the thought of going back on a long haul flight there to Why pick not up to shoes, get Heelys. I mean, it'd be worth it. We the the flight back. We'd be going up and down the the aisle of the plane. Wouldn't that be great? Healing. It'd be the best. It'd yeah. be, you know what? Forget that. We'll heal you back to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's, we that's do. what. I, that's the irony, isn't it? Yeah. That such a great transport device is so hard to get to you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because well, once we got it. You know, you can transport as much as you want, but mm. it is the actual finding. The, I mean, it does feel like a modern day Lord of the Rings of sorts. Okay. Uh. How so? <laughs> Just an epic quest to get our hands on something precious. Yeah. Well, we're not really actually going anywhere. Well, that's... Producer Michael's yeah. just trying to track down a source in America. Oh, okay. I mean, if, if, you couldn't really stretch that to three movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know people <laughs> criticized for The Hobbit and said it was a bit drawn out. I think sure. if there was uh, three movies of <laughs> yeah. Michael on his phone... Just doing admin. <laughs> ...trying to track down suppliers in America, <laughs> might get a little dry, but... Okay. We're hoping yeah. in the coming weeks we will have now American Heelys yeah. on our feet. We've got to be cautious though if we're going to America because I reckon Trump's bought him out. Uh-huh. I reckon he's healing around the White House. I mean, be Probably. honest. You think about it. Probably. If you, I've not seen footage of Donald Trump walking in the White House because he's not. He's healing. Of course he is. He's healing into the Oval Office. Yeah. That's what's going on there. So if we can get our hands on some, mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, does this mean like, are you expecting like a three to four week wait now before I'm healing? Is I think what, so. I think realistically, okay. there's no way that we can get them here faster. Okay. Well, it's sad to end on disappointing news, but that does mean before the end of February, get ready to hear me whooshing past you in the streets. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Off air last night, Zach, you and I were having a chat with our producer, Michael. Uh, a bit of a scary chat, actually, about the singularity, um, which is the... Uh, the idea of the day that robots basically become smarter than humans and we become their slaves. Yeah. Um, I think that's it in a sentence. Yeah. Um, and you and Michael were pretty dismissive of me saying, it's not going to happen. The singularity is a myth. We're totally fine. You thought it was a re- you thought it was ridiculous that I was worried about toasters and stuff like that. Uh, so there's two statements there. <laughs> Whether or not there will be a time yeah. one day in the future where the robots <laughs> take over, I don't know. Should we be afraid of toasters? <laughs> I will say, no, I don't think we need to be afraid of toasters. 
<laughs> I'm just saying all technology is, is scary. Anyway, I went home after the show last night. Yeah, I couldn't, you did some research, did you? I couldn't sleep. So How did the numbers add up? Well, I, <laughs> so firstly, I had a very scary moment of a realization, a bit what's, of an epiphany that hit that? me. Well, where do we get our news on how fast technology is developing? Yeah. From technology. Yeah. Right? So well, not really. We get right. it from journalists. From journalists, right. But journalists report it. And where, do you, where would you say you get most of your news? Would you say from your news feed on Facebook or social media? Yeah. Right? Who controls that? An algorithm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, now, they don't control it. They just say no. filter information. But this is my point. The algorithm. It is possible the robots are all conspiring, so we don't know how fast they're progressing. No. That's, ba- <laughs> that's very possible. No, <laughs> not really. Is this anyway, really what you want to talk about? It is, because I looked more into it. Do you know we already have in the world yeah. robot farmers, yep. robot pharmacists, and yep. robot bartenders? Yeah, so what, but I mean, okay, well, we've had vending machines for, yeah. well, I don't know, for decades. Sure. So there's, there's the bartender. No, it's uh, The beast. farmers, it's like, well, we've been using tractors for years and years and years and years. Well, this is my uh, theory. And then what was though. the last one? Pharmacists. Yeah. Like, is that just like someone who, uh, a machine that sorts drugs? Yes, yeah. It's that. Well, that's not, well, okay. I don't understand what you're uh, worried about. You know about. why I wanted to talk about this on the show tonight? was Because I wanted an on-the-record position yeah. where you said, there's nothing to worry about. And yeah. I knew that there was because I expect what's going to happen. Like at the start of Independence Day or every disaster film, you know, there's always one person. Independence Day is about aliens, not well, no, robots. No. But I'm using this start as an example. There's always one person who's viewed as a bit of a crazy person on the fringes who doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Right. And they try to warn the authorities mm. of what's going on. No one listens. And it turns out they were right. Mm. Now, if they so, wait, wait, hang on. So yeah. you're getting your advice from, mm. The Will Smith movie Independence Day, yeah. where aliens come to Earth and <laughs> he has to defend <laughs> defend the nation against yeah. an influx of alien beings. I'm just saying, in a disaster movie, yeah. the, if this was a disaster movie, the yeah. opening scene would be us in here and me talking about, I think the singularity is coming, and you being like, it's not a problem we need to worry about. And that would set the scene, and the people in the audience would know, crap, I reckon, I reckon that Dom guy is going to be right by the end of this film. Mm-hmm. And you'd look like the idiot who was naive about it. Well, twenty judging all, yeah, twenty twenty one is when the singularity is going to happen. Okay, he's putting a number on it. <laughs> all I'm saying is, two is years, if, if these are the ideas you've got from watching Independence Day, yeah. I am never showing you Sharknado because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really afraid of what you'll take away from that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tell you a problem I'm continuously having at the shops. Ever since they brought in the ban on the plastic bags, I've had this problem over and over and over again. It's not forgetting uh, to bring my own bags. Everyone always thinks that I forget. No, I intentionally don't bring them because I'm going to the shop just to get one item. But the issue is, as I walk around, (laughs) I see a deal. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a really good price for... Uh, you know, peanut M&M's, I'll take those. And then I see a good deal on pizza shapes. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to get these. And then all of a sudden, the deals have exceeded how much I can carry. And I'm stuck in a situation. Suddenly you got a pile up on your hands, quite literally. Um, You know, and I've been in this situation too, where you go in specifically wanting one thing and you walk out thinking there has to be Tetris style some way to make this armload of groceries work. But I don't know what it is. Night after night after night, Mm. I come into the radio show and I always stop at the supermarket. Yep. I'm like, one snack. I'll get one snack. And then I'm thinking <laughs> sure. like, you know what's been getting me lately? Yeah. The Chobani yogurts are on sale for half price. Oh, I've bought crates of them. A dollar, dollar ten each. Oh God, that's good. Fruit on top, yogurt down the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. What more could you want? I've bought so many of them. <laughs> and every time I go in, I've, I've honestly got a handful of them and I'll walk 
towards the checkout yeah. and I'll still be in the freezer section, like the cold section, yeah. but mm, maybe I'll go back and get a few more. <laughs> I looked at the date. It's like a month away that they're going off. I'm yeah. like, this is amazing. Anyway, you know that game Fluffy Bunny with the, um, with the marshmallows where you put as many marshmallows in your mouth as you can. Yep. That's the situation I have just in <laughs> my asked. hands with Chobani yogurts. I'm yep. like trying to, I'm trying to balance them on top. Just like one more, one more. Can I fit it in? Then I have to go to the checkout. I've got to put them all down, yeah. scan them, then pile it all back up again. Get going in. And you sort of, I mean, imagine in the end, look like a cartoon chef, you know, carrying an enormous cake, trying to Have to you ever seen, it. I think it's a Scottish tradition yeah. where they balance those massive, like, logs. Mm. Have you ever seen those? No, I haven't. No. Okay, well, well, then my reference is totally <laughs> lost on you. <laughs> but that's what it feels like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm with you now. One of those. Scottish people are totally on board. They're like, that's exactly what it's like. They're, look, that, that, that reference at the end is going to kill with the Scottish people that listen to this. Everyone yeah. else, a bit confused. But if we go and I Google's... am afraid of the footage that they have of me, of right, just okay. like night after night. Yeah. They're just like sneaking out. Have you had sneaking a... out. I've paid for the food. <laughs> have you had like a fall yet? You had a pile over? Or no. Or going well? I've got a perfect record. Well, this could be a new Olympic sport within a few years. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> like, how much can you juggle? Because, like, you get extra points for a number of groceries, yeah. but also it's a race. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So you, can, you can't overload yourself. Egg and spoon. It's a great sport. We can work on that. Anyway, that is what we've got time for on the show tonight. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.